Reconnaissance Media activated. This episode is dedicated to all the dads out there enlightening their children, teaching them, and showing them love. We salute you. You are now entering Dad Mode, a podcast with a dad's eye view. And we are your hosts, the dad is still, and it's James, and I'm your friendly neighborhood, amazing dad, Rich, Big Rich, yo, <laughs> what up pops, what's up dad, how's it going? Going well, man. You know, had the day off today. Right. So it was nice to kick back and get things done. How about you? Oh, you know, I wish I had that problem of be having a day off, but I didn't. So it is what it is. <laughs> problem. <laughs> <laughs> but it's all good. You know, I'll have many days off coming up soon. But yeah, <laughs> you know, other than that, you know, just trying to live life to the fullest and you know, got some news to break to you here in a little bit. But, you know. Ooh. Yeah. But we're going to talk about some things, as we always do, on Dad Mode. Uh, so topics we're going to talk about is Valentine's Day and how, it's, and how it's changed since becoming parents. And then we're also going mm. to talk about how we teach our children about Black History Month. You know, and Ooh. Yeah, it's going to, be, going to be a good one. Yeah, I'm excited for this. You know, all, I am too, man. You know, all the listeners out I there are going to have some fun these... with this one. You know, it's that it's that that month, you know, where it's like people stress about getting gifts and the right gifts, especially for you singles out there that are still in the courting phase. You know, we're well beyond that than Black History Month. Yeah. Um, as you'll hear me say later on again, black history is American history. Yeah. So Amen you know, to that. um I'm really I'm really excited to kind of shine the spotlight on a few things. So yeah. I don't want to spoil that, man. No, I'm no. Do you think? Yeah, that's a that's good, you know. And I'm excited for Valentine's Day, and I only say that because I'm change I'm a changed man, and I'm trying to you know incorporate a lot of Valentine's Day things inside of my heart to where I can definitely show my love for a lot more people out there, especially to my lovely wife and to my two beautiful children. And so, yeah, you know, and you got any gratitude you got going on out there? Yeah. I was going to say, it sounds like you smoothly just rolled right into it. Um, so in the spirit of Valentine's day, my eternal Valentine, my lovely wife, but, uh, I want to give a shout out to, the Lady Jags, my daughter's basketball team, they had a heck of a run. They're the only they're the only team in their school that made it to the regional tournament, a regional round of the tournament. Mm-hmm. So they're they're if they were to win that, they would have gone the state. And so this team that they've had a trouble with, they gave them a hard time this time. So I, I feel like they're vastly improving. So yeah, man. And then uh I also had a house full of pubescent girls after because my daughter wanted to have like half the teams do a sleepover i got suckered into hey can we hang out sure that's cool they can hang out mm-hmm. and they stay the night like a few hours later and i'm like okay 
this was a planned operation. Yeah, and then you got the look. <laughs> but luckily, yeah. most of the parents were cool with it. Oh, so cool. they had a good time, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, had a, they had a really good time, especially like short notice. We were able to kind of just um, pull a rabbit out of our hat. Also, I'm going to give a, another shout out to Miss Eve. You know who you are. She provided the kids a lot of snacks last minute. She's one of the players' grandmothers. So she hooked us up. That was nice. Okay, that's good. That's good. Yeah, now for me, I'm going to gratitude and, and also I'm going to shout out to one, of course, the lovely missus. She's always in my corner. Mm-hmm. You know, that's my boo thing. And I love you for all my heart and all my soul. And of course, you know, my kids. And, you know, I'm trying to get my son into the lovey dovey mode, but, you know, it's going to be a minute. And, <laughs> You know, don't rush that. Yeah, game, I ain't gonna rush him. <laughs> so we'll, we'll, we'll get we'll get with him. You know, my daughter. You know, she's such a loving soul, and every time I give her a kiss, it's just like awesome. Just to you know, just to give her a kiss every day and just see her. And it's like you know, same with my son. I've, I give him a kiss every day too, but you know, it is Aww. what it is. So, but that yeah, uh, I got a PDA public dad announcement. Ah, uh, pull that yeah. one off on the fly. There we go. <laughs> Yeah, that was a good one. That was a good one. And so, uh, as you you know, you know, we talked about this in the crossover, you know, a few when, when I was last yes. down there. And so now, uh, me and the wife and the family are going to make that jump down there, the old Saytown down there. So uh, we're going to be moving in the summertime. So we're going to catch some heat. <laughs> yeah, that does. Anyway, yeah, go catch some heat before we come. You know, when we come down there, so. Yeah, if anything, we're going to be coming down there. We're going to be doing a lot more live episodes instead of this remote thing. So that's going to be a a blessing right there. That's a blessing right there. And yeah, it's going to be awesome. You know, I'm proud of ourselves and our family just to be able to make this decision, especially a big magnitude of this event that we're going to be having. So, I mean, yeah, that's it. That's the PDA that we got going on for this episode. And I'm really excited about you moving down here, man. Obviously, because you're my best friend. And and this is something that we've talked about since I left Alaska. You know, the the prospect of living in the same area for 20 years years. Hey, man, no time (laughs) like the present. But how long long is that that drive down there? How many days? Because I remember us taking a week to drive to and from. You know, that's. I would say it would be about yeah. a week. This, I, I, I always say about a week, just because of the fact that you know you want to do the scenic route and want to look at the different types of scenery and take your slow time getting yeah. there and seeing everything. So yeah, just about a good week. But yeah, you know, we're not going to drive. We're going to fly because I hate driving. Like I, I'll drive, of course, every mm-hmm. day. But when it comes to those long distance driving. Cut me out on that. Well, so, okay. Yeah. I'm glad to know that you're flying because I was gonna I was gonna give you a kind of mm-hmm. like a little PDA, you know, public dad announcement, not public display of affection. Although I will give you a hug when I see you. Yeah. Um, seven days without a pun makes one week. That's true. <laughs> Hold on. Got a little dad joke. <laughs> Begin. You don't, you don't like yeah. that? <laughs> no, yeah, it was a good one. See, now he's got to have the uh, clown from the Apollo. Oh, <laughs> my <laughs> gosh. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> hey, so uh, but, nah, you know what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about starting with Valentine's Day and Black History Month. And I wanted to remind all the dads out there before we get into it that it is uh, officially dad tax season again. And I ain't talking about H&R Block. <laughs> 
or uh, Intuit or whomever you may use. No, no, no. We're talking about all that good Valentine's Day candy that you may get, the chocolates, the little hearts, whatever you're into, the dad tax. And what is the dad tax? Well, if you're a father like ourselves and uh, your kids may ask you to open a bag of chips or a bag of candy or they say, hey, hand me a fry. You got to take a little bit for yourself. That's the dad tax. Hey, you got a whole thing of fries. You're not going to miss two or three fries. Now, if they're big old waffle fries, you might take one. You might take two. You don't want to go overdo it with those gigantic waffle fries. But that is what we do. Now, according to the Daily Dad, there's a deeper meaning to this dad tax. And the dad tax, he talks about uh, John Thompson. I don't remember that basketball coach, John Thompson. But he was saying like his Mm -hmm. father would actually wait till the kids would finish eating and then eat their leftover scraps because... John Thompson would sacrifice his father. That is would sacrifice eating meals so his kids could eat. Yeah. Now that's some real dedication. Yeah, that's that's yeah, that is very dedication you right know, there. And I can that yeah. that's that's crazy, man. So like, while while we're having a little bit of fun with the dad tax, I just really wanted to point that out. Um, shout out again to Ryan Holiday, Daily Dad, Daily Stoic. We'll put a link in the show notes so you can read the whole thing. I'm I'm grossly paraphrasing but I, that really struck me when i when i wrote or when i read that so he says that's how it goes man don't forget it yeah exactly and i know that's one thing too i will say to piggyback on that uh on the daily dad you know that's that is cool that in the february if you know as far as if you if you never read, read the book or you know if you are going to read the book in the february month they talk about a lot with love and so mm-hmm. that's a good thing it's teaching when, you know, or at least the sayings that they're, you know, they're put, they're pointing out a lot of things about love in this uh, book in the month of February, which, uh, you know, of course, every day you should love your loved one. It doesn't matter if it's February 14th or if it's February or if it's like December 10th right. or whatever day you got, you got to show love. But of course, like with this month, it's the month that is significant, it's significant with love, you know, signifies right. love. So yeah, you know, it's, it's a good, it's a good read, you know, and that's where we're, that's where we're at right now in February. We're going to talk about a lot with love and Valentine's Day. And of course, with, uh, one of the things is, is we're, there was a time when we were single <laughs> and when it came to Valentine's Day and now that we're dads and we're parents, you know, there may be some things that could be a little harder to do, you know, when it comes to getting some Valentine's things going for the wifey, you know, but then you get, you know, with children, you know, so for me, when it comes to Valentine's day, there was this time in my life where it was really hard. And now that I'm starting to you know, have a change, just starting to realize it. it's like, just go for it. Don't matter what happens. Just, you know, they're going to, the, the, the people that you show about, val- you show love to should be loving right. you regardless of, you know, it doesn't matter what you do as long as you show them love. And I know for the kids, you know, what they have, <laughs> when it comes to, so, you know, you got the, uh, the little candies mm-hmm. and, you know, I'm just going to put this out there. I try to get the cheapest thing for the kids. <laughs> just because <laughs> You know, we, we get the, we, we get the little gummy little bracelets. I don't know if you've seen those the little gummy bracelets. Yeah. They're like, 
you know, then you got to like figure out how many kids you got to get them for. And that's like 10 bucks or six bucks, however much it is. And we try to, you know, it's, it's not just about getting the kids, the, the candies of getting it for everybody. It's about showing them, Hey, you got to show love to everybody out there. You know, it's not just showing love to just your parents, just showing love to your friends, love thy neighbor. Right. 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 You know, so that's the main thing is, is just showing love to everybody. And that's when we need to start teaching our children is to show love to everyone that is to whoever is out there. I mean, I know there's been a lot of the year to beef. Oh yeah. <laughs> when it comes to what's, you know, what's going on out Check there. Check out but, Wave of the Future if you want to hear yes, more about I, that. Exactly. You know, like you guys hit down the noggin when it came to that. You know, of course we touched on it uh in the crossover, yep. but in this turn, you know, when you know, when you guys hit on it, it was like, man, we gotta love one another a lot more in this world. And it's like so much hate, so much conflict, and it's just so ridiculous right now. So yeah, I mean that's just what that was just on my heart. I wanted to oh, say that that, and, that was beautiful, yeah, man. Just, I yeah. I agree with everything that you're saying, one hundred and ten percent, if not more, probably definitely more. Mm-hmm. Um, we have to show our kids that's our kids yeah. love. I mean, you said it very well in the dedication. You know, to all the dads out there showing and teaching their kids love. I mean, that's important because it's not mm-hmm. just about teaching them in the sense of hey, this is what love is, Junior. It's you lead with your love, right? Hey kid, I love you. No matter what, I love you. Hey kid, I'm going to, I'm going to give you, (laughs) it's going to sound so silly, but I'm going to give you an extra carrot or I'm going to give you a little snack or I'm going to go take you out to this event, you know, and it's, it's, it's love isn't always a monetary thing, right? But it's just the little things that we do to show our children that we care. Now, mm-hmm. what do we yeah. do to show the wives that we care? And we, we talked about how lies you, you mentioned how lies have changed since becoming parents, especially around yeah. this time of year, it's February and uh, in, in 2024. Um, how has Valentine's day changed for you or differed from being single to being dating or married and then married with children. Yeah. I, you know, for me, it is changed a lot because of the outlook and the outlook is, is that, Hey, this, if I, you know, I'm going to show my love to everybody and I'm hopeful to get the love back. But if I don't, you know, it is what it is, but it's all about examples. Yeah. I got to present an example to everybody that, Hey, I, I love everybody unconditionally. And, you know, when I was single, I, of course, guess what? I was loving myself. You know, I hate to say it, but, you know, this, this, when I was single, yeah, I love myself. And then there's nothing wrong with loving yourself. I'm I still married. love myself. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, exactly. But it was more of just I didn't have anybody else to Understood. love because of the Understood. fact that, you know, I got it's just, it's just me. So now that I'm married with children, it's like, it's almost like you kind of got to, uh, Different, not differentiate, but kind of like uh, separate a little yeah. bit. Like, okay, I got, I still got to show my love for myself, but then guess what? I got to show my love for my wife or my significant other that I'm courting or dating. And now, guess what? I got to split that in half into thirds and then split yeah. between the, uh, yeah, split between the, uh, you know, split with the kids, you know, in the thirds. So, yeah, you know, if anything, 
uh, it's more of just trying to uh, separate that into individual sections. Like, okay, how much love do I show to, you know, my kids and how much do I separate my love for my wife, you know, or what kind of love I'm going you know, to have for my wife and for my kids. And it's a, it changed a lot, but sometimes it, may, it, it, it didn't change too like drastically bad uh, uh, when it comes to the single and the married and with kids. What about you? Did it change a lot when you were uh, well? You know, with you, I, I want to say I, I I found what you just explained fascinating. Like this is actually a little off script, so to speak. We don't have a script, but you know we have a, a rundown and a flow. But I, I kind of want to like go into this here because I like how you were talking about showing the kids and your wife love, and then you were kind of splitting it up. And I've never. I've never thought about it from that perspective. I, I I I don't quantify it. Not saying that you have like an exact percentage. Okay, I'm going to show you thirty percent. You're going to get twenty eight percent. I know you're not doing that. Yeah, but I, I, it's more equal. You guys, you know, right? Yeah. And you can love your kids and your wife in different ways. And that's kind of how I think about it. There's things that I do with one child versus another versus the other, and it's all equal love. It's just a different way of showing it. So uh, to answer your question, though, when I was single, I just never really paid much attention to Valentine's Day. I mean, true single, not even have a girlfriend or talking to girls, just true single when it's just me. Out there in the yeah, club. Yeah, I mean, and, and, you, know, <laughs> you know how it was when we were younger. We would go hit the clubs and we would try to go find some ladies or whatever. But if in those situations where I wasn't doing that, it was just another day to me. Now, when I started having girlfriends, then I, I, I stressed about it more when I was in my late teens, early twenties. And I mean, early, early twenties, we're talking no older than 22 because it just, it, it became too much of a hustle and bustle kind of thing. It's like, Oh, I gotta do all this, all this stress and this pressure. And we'll talk about burnout here momentarily. But I, I just, I never, I never enjoyed that part of it. It always felt manufactured. But that said, yeah, I still would. I still find ways to show my wife now that I'm that when I transitioned to getting married with, um, and we were married not very long before we had children. So I would say while we were engaged, yeah. there was a whole lot of hey, you want to go out to dinner? Sure, why not? Or we would we would say okay, cool. Why don't we have dinner here? have a glass of wine, enjoy each other, watch a movie, cuddle up. You know, we wouldn't really get into going out and doing anything crazy. We would show each other love differently and appreciate each other and try to like get into the holiday from that perspective. And now with kids, honestly, it's just, yeah. it's another day for us. We don't really trip out about it because we show each other love all the time. Yeah, exactly. I agree Not with that. Not to be sour or anything yeah, or, really... or sound like I'm poo-pooing the holiday, but that's just kind of the way we've operated. Yeah, I mean, it's like what I said. You know, we got we show our love every day. Yeah. You know, so Valentine's Day, it's a, what, a man holiday, if I'm not mistaken. You know, so it's kind of like, it's kind of like, yeah, you, you, yeah we got to show love one day. No, man, like, we got to show love every day. And, you know, it's, 
and we're going to talk about tips and things later in in a in a show. And it's like just so crazy how things have changed when it comes to how how it can change some people's outlook on Valentine's Day compared to how it was when you know when you get older yeah. too. So when you get older, you get like you know you get to our age to where we're just like we've been through the gauntlet of valentine's days and so it you know we we've had some strikes you know we've had some hits same you know we've had some buckets that we made you know and there's some from deep air balls that we've missed <laughs> exactly y'all can't see it's me like, i just hey, yeah, we just did the basketball hands <laughs> yep. and it's like ah oh, yeah and then uh, you know and that's the thing that i am thankful for is that Everybody that, I'm, that that I love have loved me. You know, like they love me for who I am. They haven't said like, "Oh man, Rich," like, or not Rich. I mean, depending on who it is. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, hey, you know who? You know, say hey, you. Do you love me? It's like, ah, yeah, I love you. Just like, well, you don't show it enough. It's like, golly, like, well, what do I, okay, like? What do I do know, now? Yeah, exactly. I'm stuck. So, <laughs> but yeah. um, it's going to be, you know, when it comes to Valentine's Day, it's it's one of those holidays where it's, you know, it's one it's one of those holidays where it's good to recognize, but if you don't, you should show it around every day. I agree so, with that. Yeah, so uh but yeah, talk about this burnout. What you got? Yeah, you know, man. Besides the So, I I was thinking about how the wife and I have celebrated or not <laughs> Valentine's over the years. And I know that some people get stressed, man, they get really stressed out by it. You know, they really, really get in their feelings and they dread it. Not going to lie. I'm yeah, with because you, you sometimes, so well, some people don't really stop to think about ways to show their significant other, that affection and that love. And then they realize Oh, this is the quote unquote day for that, you know? So mm-hmm. then they go, Oh man, I didn't get him a card. I didn't get any flowers. I didn't get any chocolates. I didn't do anything. It's just, Oh, are we going to go out to dinner? And, uh, according to like psychology today. So this is one source I was checking out, uh, a few examples they said to help you kind of, uh, reduce the dread or, or get over that dread is express love of all kinds, not just in romance. And I think that's kind of yeah. what you and I were alluding to with our children as examples, not just, I mean, we now we're not going to romance our children. We're not like that. That's a weird transition, but yeah, I yeah. think you understand what I'm saying. Um, you're trying to not just buy their love or in, yeah. a, in this, in the case of your significant other, it's not just about the bedroom or the whining and dining. Mm-hmm. It's like, Hey, I'm going to show you love maybe kind of coinciding with something like mother's day where you would say, Hey, I'm going to wash the dishes or I'm going to do these chores or I'm going to, I'm going to go and take you out to a movie or take you out to a brunch or do something. That's one of your favorite things to show my love and my appreciation. So do something more meaningful basically is the gist of, of all of that, you know, try a group activity or something with friends choose not to celebrate it. We've done that in the past. And then if Mm -hmm. you're a person who is 
by yourself. Celebrate yourself. Show yourself some love. Go do something that you like yeah, to do. Yeah. You mentioned loving yourself. yourself some yeah, chocolate. exactly. <laughs> you want to eat, don't eat them all in one night. I mean, unless you unless it's like yeah. that's what you really want to do. Eat you eat the ones that you want. <laughs> right. You exactly. <laughs> Throw the other ones away. So, so I, I thought that was kind mm-hmm. of a, a cool thing uh, to to check out as far as reducing that dread because I uh, again I know for some folks, man, that is highly stressful, and I I feel bad when people are just really stressed out. So what we do as examples, um, just a couple of personal tips in this area is we don't go out to dinner during those Valentine's day, that, that window we'll go at the very beginning of the month or we'll go at the end. If we are going to celebrate Valentine's because prices Mm -hmm. will go back to normal and the crowds will die down. Now there are certain things that yeah, there are certain things they do for Valentine's Day. They'll have specials and stuff like that. But if it's at a really popular place or a place that gets really popular during that time, it'll be hard to kind of get the quality or get in the door if you want to. What about what about yeah. you? Uh, yeah. Is there anything that you've done? You mentioned having that dread. Is there anything that you've done to kind of help yourself reduce that dread? Uh. To tell you the truth, yes, and I know I had a personal problem with this, and that is to not regret anything, and not just, you know, so, you know, I I mentioned many stories to you, and the problem I had earlier in life was I would do something, and I would do something for someone, but then I'm thinking that it's going to go great. I just need to go and just do it and not worry about it. And that's what I, you know, so that's before I did that, I was like giving things to people like, okay, the kids, I would get them the chocolates. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, cool. Thanks. And then, or I would go and get the wife a rose and be like, ah, you know, awesome. But then just don't go over there thinking that you are going to, fail mm. and, and if you know don't go 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 don't think you're going to fail just you know just go through with it and if in when it comes to any you know when it comes to showing your love for that particular individual if you do it a monetary way like say for instance you want to go and buy certain things you know don't go don't think uh, you know money's an issue okay yeah maybe plan definitely uh, plan of course in the one yeah, plan. And then, of course, another thing would be understand who you are trying to love. Yes. So you got a wife. I got a wife. We both understand. You know, we've been married for a long time. I've been married for a long time. And taking those mental notes of, hey, this is what she likes. And it's a, it's a love language, right? And, you know, understand their love language. Yes. What they are yeah, what they love. I'll have to pull that up, and we can put that in the show notes as far as understanding the love languages, because there's a lot of individuals that don't know what the love languages are, and that's something that, at least for me, I had to I had to learn. Mm. So, I, if you learn those love languages of your particular individual or particular uh, person that you are trying to love, then 
cool. And if you, you know, if you don't understand, if you don't, and if you don't understand love language, then research it. There's always a chance. There's always an opportunity to learn someone, ask them. And if they'll, and if they'll tell you, cool, you got to figure it out. Then guess what? You got to figure it out. I think this sounds like a future episode. Yeah. You you talked about spending, (laughs) right. On for on Valentine's day. And according to a survey, mm-hmm. this is um, from Forbes magazine. It says Americans are expected to spend roughly fourteen point two billion on billion with a B, Bravo, <laughs> on their significant others in Valentine's Day, highlighting the widespread obligation to participate in the holiday. Don't feel obligated. Don't feel yeah. obligated. Do it because it, it works for y'all and it's something that you want to do. And if mm-hmm. I, I honestly, if you're doing this stuff year round as much as possible, I don't think the stress, I don't think, I'm going to say think again, yeah. the stress will be exactly. there. Yeah. But I do know that there are people that have a heightened sense of loneliness. So they should practice self compassion. You know, mm-hmm. try to be social. Uh, you've heard of this thing called Galentine's Day, which. That's the ladies, right? Going out and having a good time and spending time with each other and, and doing social stuff. Maybe there needs to be a dude version called, you know, uh, Palentine's Day or Dadentine's Day. <laughs> I don't know. That, yeah. Maybe right? maybe that's something we should we should look into doing. Daddy Times Day. Daddy Times. There we go. Perform acts of mm-hmm. kindness. Plan ahead. You mentioned planning ahead. And then Professional support. You talked about that. That kind of goes with learning learn, love languages, right? Learning how to communicate yep, yep. effectively and often with your significant other. So I, I think those are great, man. Now, for those of you who want to take it to the next level, got to spice it up. Now, let's say. Oh, can I mention one thing yeah, before we go yeah, there? Yeah. And I, I, I just want to mention this real quick. Don't think you need to copy anybody so what i mean by that is like you go watch uh your the love letter movie or whatever oh, it's I, called I don't think you need to be you know what i mean like don't think you need to be that that person think of you know trying to think about your own path mm-hmm. to showing love don't you know at least try, you know if, if, i mean i guess if you have to you have to if that's what gets you going that's fine you know you can use it as a tips and things like that but pat you know car- carve your own path on showing love the way you want to show it. Go ahead and talk about the spice yeah. things up because I'm trying to hear yeah. it. So. <laughs> well, you know, you always hear about pe- t- people mentioning ways to get more intimate and there's aphrodisiacs. Me- aphrodisiacs are like foods and spices and things that can kind of help raise your libido, we'll say. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> you know, yeah. kind of help put you in the mood. A lot of these things are spicy, but there's a article I looked at on Epicurious that just made me chuckle. Although they say it works, like uh, Honey Mama's Spicy Dark Cocoa Truffle Bar. That's all it takes, brother. I'm going to buy a whole bunch of those. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Come on, baby. Get this you chocolate get the bar. Whole shelf. Here's this truffle bar. Mm-hmm. How you feeling? <laughs> yeah, but, but, exactly. I mean, it's like, go and get you, you can bring these things. Like, like, seriously, ginger snap cookies. I had no idea that that was something that could help in that area. I'm laughing. Uh, not a big fan I, i'm yeah. trying to contain the 12 year old in me because it shows links to where you can buy these products and one website is nuts.com i just thought that was uh <laughs> interesting <laughs> time yep cinnamon apparently cinnamon um 
chili olive oil, Brightland Ardor chili olive oil. There's a whole list of stuff I'm not going to read. There's at least 19 on here. We'll put it in the show notes, but you could try things like that. And I wanted to mention this because this leads into planning ahead, plan an indoor picnic, plan to go somewhere, go to the spa, get a, you know, get a Mm -hmm. facial, uh, play a game. There's intimate games. There's actual games, games you can do. That's just you and her, or you or she or her, uh, you and him. Um, you know what I mean? Like travel yeah. for dessert, go to these places that are known yeah. to have foods like that when you travel. So these things to me kind of go hand in hand as far as trying to spice things up, do things a little different. If you, if, if that's your thing, but as we've said yeah. now multiple times, don't feel obligated to have to do something so drastic. Show them the love. Yeah. What, Capital One, what's in your wallet? Do what's in your budget. Yep. Do what yep. makes sense. Yep. Know, That's exactly know what thy partner. And, and Rich, you nailed every head when you said, don't try to copy somebody else. Now, if it's a good idea, it's a good idea. I mean, if, if it's something that you can do, sure. But don't feel like... I think the problem, and this is a whole other topic, the problem that we have now as a society is that we look at the Facebooks and the TikToks and YouTube shorts, and we see people doing these things for other people or just doing things in general and having this sense of, I don't do enough with my life. This is not enough. I'm not enough. And this is the kind, this is the kind of holiday, especially if you are a person who just broke up or just having not a lot of luck in that area or your relationship is kind of already skating on thin ice, rocky, however you want to word it. Yeah. These kinds of things that you see with your, with you, that you see make you feel inadequate, but don't, don't compare, man. Stay in your lane, yeah. play your what, own game. And that's crazy too, because a lot of, a lot, of, a lot of men would, look at those things and they'll say, okay, well, my wife or significant other watches these shows and they're like, Hey, you can't do it. You gotta, you know, you can't be, you can't be doing that. Just go with your, you know, just like you said, study your partner, man. And that's the most communication. That's the most important thing. Hey man, at the end of the day, they wanted us and we wanted them. We chose each other. She chose us. Um, <laughs> exactly. She she so, yeah, she, we're, she we're chose gonna, us yeah, for gonna, a reason, man. So that's yeah, uh, exactly. That, we have to be thankful for that. There's something within us all that that allowed us to forge a partnership, a commitment, lifelong. If we're fortunate enough, commitment and yeah. raising little humans together. Yeah. So, do you have any personal tips? Real quick, I mean, before we go, in honestly, next I think I kind of sprinkled advice. them in throughout this. Yeah. Uh, my biggest tip, I guess, my biggest tip would just be: just don't stress it, please. Don't, don't, yeah. don't let it, don't let it stress you out. I know it's easier said than done. Everyone's different, but try your best. Drink yeah. some chamomile tea and think through this. If you can't drink chamomile tea, get some lavender. Find something. You know, try to try to just. Get yeah. that weight off your shoulders. Think through it. Be and be honest. Be honest with your partner. Ask yeah. ask her. 
like, I, okay. Or, or, or say to her, I don't know what to do. I have an idea. Yeah. I have an idea of what you like. I know what you like, but I, I don't want to keep doing the same things over and over for you. Yeah. That's a, uh, what's that spot? You got you maybe be a little spontaneous. Spontaneous. You know, that's yep. the, spontaneity yeah that's the one thing yeah exactly yeah that's the that's the one personal tip i got is i'm at least i'm trying to do a lot more spontaneity 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 whatever (laughs) spontaneity (laughs) Spontaneity. (laughs) and i'm trying trying to be that way just so that i could uh you know better you know so i can do things different because i'm you know making a change especially when moving that's a big change. And so that's what we need to do is this, you know, this, or that's just my personal advice. I like it is do a lot more things spotting in. So, uh, yeah. So black history month, February, you know, it's, uh, it's like you mentioned, it is, uh, America's, you know, it's American history. It absolutely you know, it's is. just part of American history. Yes. And so, you know, we are going to talk about, uh, what is black history month and February, is the significant the significant month as far as in my eyes of celebrating Black History from the trials and tribulations of you know Black culture, Black African American history. You know, talk, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Black talk about African American history. You know, good things that have you know when it comes to the color barrier of Jackie Robinson or Martin Luther King. I know we talk about Martin Luther King in January and because Parks. of his birthday and that. And Rosa Parks, you know, Malcolm X and all those different things and people that made history, Harriet Tubman yeah, and all these things, uh, Frederick Douglass, all these different things. It's all about learning. And so, you know, we're going to talk about how, you know, we're also going to talk about how to educate kids and how we teach our children about black history. And I guess for me, I'm trying to understand from your point of view, Eve, like what do you think? Black History Month is well, real quick on. Well, I guess on that, um, I, I don't know if you knew this. I don't remember hearing about this when I was younger, but it started off in the 1920s as Negro History Week. I don't remember hearing that. Oh, so I I, I went either. down. I I wanted to get like a nice, concise. Uh, I didn't want to just explain it in my word, my own words, what Black History Month is, because I think mm-hmm. everybody kind of has a general idea. It's trying to find something more official. I looked on Wiki earlier, and then I go and I look at the sources because you can't use Wikipedia as a source when you're writing papers. So I'm kind of trained. I'm yeah, kind of trained exactly. to do that still. Mm-hmm. Years years later, yeah. not in college. It's like all the information is right, right there. Right. <laughs> it's like so right. Easy. I know, I know. But then I also learned in that reading that it's observed. In, I didn't know it was observed in Canada. Um, it's recently started to be observed in Ireland and the UK. So that's pretty awesome. Black History Month, what it means to me is just taking the time to learn about where we come from. Spoiler alert, if you haven't noticed by the the, the logo of the guy on the cover art, uh, the podcast art, Rich and I are both African-American men. So mm-hmm. there's there's that. But knowing where we come from, understanding the achievements of our people, because a lot of times, most of the time in classes, you don't really hear about that stuff as often as you'd like. 
you you yeah. know you, it's it's the same curriculum over and over and over and then in this month they want to cram in you know i the i have a dream speech what yes look significant it's great rosa yeah. parks harriet tubman the same you think they should dive deeper i, huh? I, I would like i would like african-american or black history to be taught just throughout the curriculum I learned yeah. and I know and I, colleges, I, I, I forget the lady's it. name. I should have I saved the video on Instagram. I'm using my phone as a camera so I can't grab it. But I learned that the lady who invented the ironing board was an African American lady today. And yeah. I just I I and thought that was yeah. just something that was so cool. I mean, it's something that we use all the time. I, I iron clothes, my kids iron yeah. their uniforms. Like it's like, okay, this is just small stuff like that. It doesn't always have to be about the I have a dream or the desegregation and stuff. There's there's inventors. There's people in tech. So the Tech John, shout out to Rob Dunwood, Terrence Gaines, aka Brother Tech, and Stephanie Humphreys, aka Tech Life Steph. Their podcast is amazing. They do a spotlight, uh not every episode, but they would do spotlight most episodes where they talk about someone black in tech and yeah. how they have had an impact on the culture and society in general. So I'm always hearing black history just through that podcast. And that's something that I'd like to do with my kids as far as teaching them about black history is, is kind of say, Hey, did you know, did you know, what about you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I would love to do that. I know for me, I had a, I, I thought to myself that I would love, I, I loved it. I want to teach my kids black history, but I was thinking to myself that the school system would do no, that, won't. but apparently they won't, or they haven't, or they, you know, haven't because, you know, that, and so last night, I talked to my kids and this was like, you know, me and the wife were really talking and saying, like, you know, cause we talked about what we're going to talk about today. And we asked our older son, he was like, yeah, we were like, yeah, ask a simple question. Um, who was the first black baseball player or not, let me phrase it. Who was the first? Yeah, I guess there you go. Who was the first black baseball player to break into the Negro or to break the color barrier? He didn't know. I was like, tear. And it's like, wow, I can't believe yeah, that. And I was like, wow, that's like, I, I, I felt like I failed. I'm not going to mm. lie. Because the fact that I didn't teach him that, at least not just the, there, there's all the black history things, but I, you know, I felt like I didn't teach him that. And I asked my daughter the same thing. I was like, uh, what, did, what, what did they teach? Did they teach, did they teach uh, black history in your school? And she's like, yeah. Oh, okay. What, what, what did they teach you? Rosa Parks? And I'm like, okay, okay, all right. We got a little further to my son, <laughs> and, you know, in middle school, at least in his life, you know. So what, what, what they teach you? Oh, about uh, how she sat in the back of the bus and right, and she made it to where you know. So I was like, she told me the story. I'm like, okay, all right. Well, that's good. You know, of course, she didn't dive deep in it because you know they're not going to dive deep in it in the school. So and then I asked my son, and he figured it out. And so I know for me. I want to try and do more with them. Yeah. And I know it shouldn't have to be just like we talked about Valentine's day. We don't have, we don't, we shouldn't have to 
show love just in one month. I want to be the same way when it comes to, because, you know, they're African-Americans too. Right. And they, you know, I don't want them to grow up not knowing their culture, their culture and not knowing uh, what they, where they came from. Uh, I know, I don't know how deep, you know, if I'm going to go, I don't know for me, I kind of learned just like you kind of learned, at least I'm, I'm, I'm going to assume this, we watched the movie Roots. Yeah, I know that's not like as far as teaching about black history, but it talks about slavery and talked about the history, you know, because that's part of history. And that's never going to go away. You know, racism, you know, things like that. So I don't know if I want to teach that or do I want to make it like a more of a fun activity. And I know uh, just going through the library, we were talking, we uh, saw on Netflix, I don't know if you See on Netflix, they had like the Kevin Hart's Black History Show, or something yeah. like that. We were going to check that yeah, out. I saw that and see. You know, I don't know if it's I don't know, is that any good? Well, have I, you, I, I like, haven't have watched. You... I mean, I've seen that it's on Netflix. Oh, oh okay, yeah. gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so that's what I want to try. And, you know, maybe that's something light and funny because it's Kevin Hart. So right. I want to try and do that. But I know I want. But I know for me, I I need to be more involved, especially me being African American. I need to be more involved in getting my t- getting my kids taught on that particular history. And so as do I, man, you know, and you can do things like teaching them and listen, have them listen to kid friendly podcasts. Like I think there's one called noodle loaf, uh, African folk tales with Miss Jojo. I used the lifeline on that one. Uh, there are different Mm -hmm. TV shows. I mean, there's when we were growing up, we had the Cosby show and we had fresh prints. Now these are fresh. These are more sitcoms, but there were a lot of deep messages and positive figures. You know, one of the things that we wanted to do as a segment is we wanted to spotlight a black dad, real or real or fictional. And uncle Phil was like the, and and Dr. Huxtable were like two of the ones we both agreed on right away. Like those would be the guys that we would in fiction because of what they meant to the characters and what they meant to me as a child, like uncle Phil, his, his love for Will, you know, that when the show ended and he's like, you're like a father. And Uncle Phil, when he said, you are my son, I was a freaking preteen. And that brought tears to my eyes, man. You know, because yeah. because yeah, you exactly. grew up watching those characters. So and not to get too much mm-hmm. into the Hollywood aspect, but trying to we could try to find educational content online. Um my kids, I made them read Thurgood Marshall's book. I had that book since I was a kid, a book about him. And then mm-hmm. Crispus Attucks, I have a book, you know, about him. My my eldest okay. just yeah. read Asia Wilson's autobiography. So and she, so that's my a, my yeah, daughter's a basketball player. That was right up her alley. She read that in two days. Man, she kills. She gobbles these books up. Uh, if. No, you you guys That's can't good. see me on camera, but over my left shoulder, I've got Kobe, Kobe Bryant's The Mamba Mentality right right behind me. And I tell my children, you should, whenever whenever you want to, just come in that room and grab that book and read it. Now, I'm focusing on sports, sports and entertainment, but there are other people they can read about, right? There's Obama. Never thought you'd have a black yeah. president, right? You can read about Obama. Yeah. You can read about Neil deGrasse Tyson. We have Neil deGrasse Tyson Star Talk books in in my in my library, so the kids have easy access to that. I try to show them a lot of different figures of and 
we all come of different shades and types. We're not a monolith. And teaching kids about black history isn't to me just about the most famous and significant black history can also be immediately your family. You don't have to have famous people in your family, but tell your children when you say where they come from, not just a wide black diaspora, but immediately something that could be more tangible. My grandmother did this, my great grandmother, my great, great grandfather, my cousins, my third cousin twice removed, (laughs) you know, somebody that is, in your in your bloodline, you could talk about things and the impact that they did. My grandmother was a jazz singer, as an example. Yeah. So, yeah, and that's a good yeah. That's all. And that and you know the one thing I will mention too is what we all need to do, and I'm gonna hold myself accountable for this. Is we need to want to teach our kids this yes. stuff, and at least for you know, and it's not just the month of February, it's the month of March, it's the month of December, it's the month of July, you know, we need to, you know, and I need to do better in myself, take accountability in that as far as, okay, oh, it's that, you know, like, you'll talk, you'll have them research something, like, okay, research who um, Aretha Franklin is, just throwing her name out there, yeah, you know, and or whatever, you know, this is something that has something to do with black or, or research about my mom <laughs> and her family tree, you know? So those are things that we need to take accountable for as, as dads, as they make it to where, Hey, we need to show our kids where they came from, at least, you know, our two, our family, Within where they came from, so that they know. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm glad, yep. I'm glad that and you I mean, said I, that. Um, about doing your own research because that is important. They have to have mm-hmm. the will to want to do it, but then you also have to be the one to kind of drive and encourage them to do that research and say, Hey, look, yep, you have what I didn't have as at your age and you've got the worldwide web. I mean, technically we did, we like, like for my oldest, but the World Wide Web, and I feel old saying it that way, wasn't what mm-hmm. then, <laughs> what it is now. It's not the same. It's it's yeah, an entirely it's not the same. different beast. And so yeah, they've got exactly. information at their fingertips. I mean, even if it's something like TikTok or YouTube short or a real yeah, short form content. If you got time to look on your phone to yes. look at... To- look up a TikTok or to look up a YouTube short or to look up a YouTube video. And and don't you could at least and, and yeah. don't wait for New Year's, excuse me, New Year's. What don't wait for February to teach them black history. It's all year long. It's it's yeah. it's it's forever. And you mentioned slavery. That's definitely a part of our history, right? But yeah. Prepare your children depending on the age or, or at their level yeah, and say, say history isn't always pretty. You've got things like Jim Crow, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. you got the segregation there. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff. Our history is evolving. It's always evolving. It's changing. I mean, just look at hip hop music as an example. Yeah. Hip hop started with the, <laughs> 
and it got really right. conscious. <laughs> there was party stuff, there's conscious stuff, and then you go into the materialistic stuff, and then you go into whatever rap is today with the trappy, trappy, mumbly stuff. I mean, but you've got different subgenres of hip hop music and R and B. This black music as examples. You've got so many different ways of looking at black history just through that. You can go look at yeah. politicians, yeah. the inventors. If tech is your thing, again, I, I mentioned tech John earlier. Go look at tech. Go look at scientists. There are yeah. we we are every there, everywhere. Fashion, if that's your thing, you know. Shoot, I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure there are. I know there are black electricians out there that that were oh, unsung yeah. heroes of of, Kelly, of the do culture. I, do I, this is my lack of knowledge, and I could be wrong, but didn't wasn't a black person create a cell phone? Or am I, am I thinking of something different? I'm trying to remember. I, 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 you know, I I wish I wish I had yeah, that. Maybe I will research it. Yeah, but I just I could have swore I may have like saw this in a board game or something or I don't know and I thought to myself oh my goodness that's crazy you know I never thought they're, that they're like and he, here's some good examples there's a movie called uh, Rustin that's on Netflix it's about Bayard Rustin it's actually I believe oh, the Obamas produced it but this guy was a civil rights uh, strategist and organizer and he was often l- overlooked because he was gay so thinking about, mm. he was born in 1912, dude. Think about the civil rights. We had things going on with being black, and then you throw gay and being, and he was yeah. publicly, he was out being gay in those times. That's mm-hmm. that's crazy. Like, just think about that. Absolutely crazy. Uh, Bessie Coleman. Yeah. And she was an aviator. You know, and that's that was unheard of. This lady was born in nineteen or sorry, eighteen ninety-two. And she grew up in here in Texas where it was segregated. You know, and yeah. she was African American and Native American. So she could double dip. She could have both. But these yeah. are these are just yeah. a couple yeah. of examples of unsung heroes. And I'll send the link for this. This is AnnemarieJohn.com where I, I was looking at this uh yesterday. I mean, there's just so Many names here. Shirley Chisholm, Dr. Charles Drew, mm-hmm. the pioneer of blood banking, Claudette Colvin. This was long before Rosa Parks. I'd for I I'd heard of her actually like four or five days ago. I can't believe I'd never heard of her before. But she was, yeah, man. this was before Rosa Parks in the bus boycott thing, man. I mean, it's just it's crazy. The information yeah. is out there and available for us all. And so we just have to cultivate a environment where the kids want to learn and that's fun for them to learn. And it, it, it appeals to their senses. Um, I saw another article, this was made for teachers, but this I thought would be kind of cool. If any of our listeners are teachers or know a teacher and they're trying to, come up with a lesson plan for black history month. Mm-hmm. First of all, yeah. don't treat black history as the past. Yeah. Once again, for the third or fourth time, 
do address that black history is American history. People have gotten upset because there have been folks that say there should be no black history month. And I understand Mm -hmm. both sides of the argument. Well, if we don't talk about it, then they won't, there will be no spotlight. But the thing is, is we shouldn't have a separate month. If it's part of American history, it should just be taught real year round. We shouldn't need a separate month to talk about the contributions that black Americans or African Americans have made to this country. Mm-hmm. Don't and I was gonna say too. One, I, one I, more thing, real quick. Don't single yeah. out your black students because I've been in that. We've we've both been in that situation. Don't don't. Oh, yeah. I know, hey, man. you're black, uh, dude. I was born in the '80s. That person was born in eighteen something. Like what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And so I was, you know, and I was reading, the, you know, the article about the, uh, yeah, the parents uh, talking about teenagers, mm-hmm. like how to do activities with teenagers and you know i wish i had one of these up here but i don't think i have one which is a hbcu um you know if we if we have one i would love to have my kids tour that type of college just so that just just so they can see because that's a lot of history in itself right there oh absolutely like if we were you know if there was like a grambling or anything like that but i mean i i don't expect anybody to as far as parents go fly to an HBC just so they can teach their teenagers or kids about black history. But and when it, you know, and that's the, and you, I know you touched on it. but it's his, you know, black history is American history. I honestly think it's something that if we could fight to where we can get the school system on board, that'd be great to where it is taught as a curriculum, but it takes a village. It, it, and it takes, so, and we're going to veer into some, polarizing territory it takes people to put away their agendas and think about Mm -hmm. what we're trying to accomplish in society yeah yeah you know we have to Mm -hmm. we have to put that crap aside and be like you know you've got book bans and people concerned with crt i don't want to get into all that stuff because that's that's not the aim of this entire that's this podcast but we have yeah. to sit down and say, not we as a you and me, but as a society say, okay, what are we trying to do for our children? We have a, we have a diverse yeah. makeup of kids from color, skin colors to religions, to body sizes, to sexual orientation and every, and, and all kinds of stuff. So how do we Mm -hmm. educate children on all these things and, and, and keep them and keep them just, just to just keep them informed because I, I'll tell you what, this is a very, very tiny tangent. My wife and I were talking to our kids at dinner and I mentioned something about Maryland and my 12 year old was like, that's a state. It's like you have a map in front of you on your in front of your computer downstairs. Have you not looked up? Are they not teaching you? She said, Well, I was told Maryland was a city. I was like, no, Washington, DC. My kid literally thought DC was in Washington State. I said, No. Washington, yeah. District of Columbia. That's why people say Washington mm-hmm. versus Washington State. 
And so we had to break down like mm-hmm. what the DMV area is. <laughs> Delaware, Maryland, yeah. Virginia, you know, like it was, it, it made me stop and go, do I have you in the wrong school? I thought these charter schools were supposed to be better than the public schools. And, and now yeah. I'm and questioning I'm everything. Say. Like I'm just, just something as small as that. Again, a total aside, I say that to tell you, dad, mom, both, whoever's listening, check in with your ki- your children and see what they're teaching them. Just like Rich said earlier with Black History, check in with them. Make sure that they're learning. Yeah. And, and this is beyond Black History. Make sure they're just learning, period. Yeah, yeah. I know I, I know. we're about to end, end here soon. Man, this episode went by uh, really quick. Absolutely. But it's... And so, I know that's the thing about me and I'm starting to get more involved with my kids' mm-hmm. school because of the, uh, because of what I'm seeing and I'm not seeing the results that I want to see. And the results I want to see is I want to see, you know, from my kids, a great academic. And a lot of it can come down on me as a parent and my wife as a parent, you know, it, it, we, but we have entrusted ourselves we entrusted ourselves in the school system that yeah. we have, that we're dealing with. And now it's like, oh man, like things are difficult right now. So I know when, when we're moving down to Texas, that's one of the things that's going to, you know, of course, with your help in the, 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 the village that we have in Texas, you know, we're, we're going we're gonna to call on you guys to help us with that when it comes to the proper schools for my children. Yeah. Cause I want my children to, go into a school that they're able to learn. And I know in the state I'm in, it's a difficult, uh, we're, we're not the greatest, <laughs> uh, you know, when it comes to the scholastics, right. but we're, it's starting to show, and I, you know, and I don't want, I don't want to be a part of that, you know, when it comes to having my blood, not getting the education that they need. So yeah, definitely, you know, if it means a lot to you listeners, yeah, just, do what you got to do, you know, to where it's for your children and, and it's for your loved ones. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, we we had a lot of things today, to, you know, today on this episode. And I really loved it, you know, when it comes to talking about black history and talking about Valentine's. Um, you know, got anything else you got to say? You know, my advice to the parents out there, just to put the book in on this Black History Month portion of the show use your resource your resources um we used to say it on the edge free show do your research there are a wealth of tools available yeah. i cannot i cannot stress that enough you can there even take go. virtual field like trips on virtual harlem you know mm-hmm. new york public library so there's yeah. there's all kinds of and things i will that you say do. Yeah, and to piggyback on that, prioritize. Prioritize. If it means a lot to you, prioritize. Yes, it. because your kids will feel so. your passion. They'll learn from it. Yeah. So, exactly. But uh, yeah, man. So yeah. Can you you want to tell them where they Until can next find time. us? Yeah. Oh yeah, you can find us on all of the socials. Well, at least I always get this wrong. X, <laughs> right? There you go. Not there you Twitter go. anymore. 
And then you got Instagram and Facebook at Dad Mode Pod. That's right. And then on in an email, dadmodepod at gmail.com. That's right. That's right. Let us know. You know, message us, contact us. Let's keep this going, yeah, we guys. Love, we love Let's the go. feedback. We'd love to hear from y'all. So please, please, please. Oh, yeah, we're going on YouTube too. That's right. We're going to get right. there. Hey, yeah. We're everywhere except for TikTok yeah. at Dad Mode Pod. Ah. Yeah. So just just yeah. holler at us. But seriously, yeah. y'all. Please, we want to it's yeah. it's we're it's we're already into the second month. This is the first official episode of twenty twenty four, which is crazy. Time flies. We appreciate the love from y'all. We appreciate your patience. And uh, we have a lot of exciting things on the horizon. So stay tuned. Love you guys. Thanks for the support. Peace. Peace.